Welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I'm Danielle DeTeach, or Coach Danny D, and I help women to create luxury brands by creating processes and tightening their branding. This is where we talk about how to build your business in a way that allows you to work with ease and enjoy your life. My happy space is spending as much time as humanly possible in my pajamas. And I want to help others to find their happy space while still running profitable businesses. So get comfortable and let's dig in. Hello and welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I am your host, Coach Danny D, and I'm always here helping women entrepreneurs, especially creative entrepreneurs, to find that balance in life that people find so elusive so that we're trying to make sure you have the life that you enjoy while you're also running a successful business. Today, I have a wonderful guest for you, and I can't wait for her to get into what she does and how she can help you, especially as a service-based business. Um. Today we have Ashley Aline, and she is a former school psychologist that pivoted into a full-time entrepreneurship after only being in business for nine months. So we are, as entrepreneurs, we know that leap, that journey. Um, She is the founder and the CEO of Overwhelmed to Organize Virtual Assistants. And that is a virtual assistance agency, of course. And she specializes in letting entrepreneurs focus on what they do best by delegating time-consuming tasks so they can step into their CEO role with confidence. So as a Work With Ease coach, of course, I'm so excited for Ashley to be here and to talk to us about being more organized and delegation, one of the small, you know, the the hardest things for entrepreneurs to really wrap their head around because it's our baby and we're so scared of letting go. So, Ashley, I'm I'm glad to have you here and I can't wait to get into this discussion with you. Hi, I'm so happy to be here and I can't wait to get into all the nitty gritties of delegating and, you know, releasing control. (laughs) (laughs) That beautiful word, control. (laughs) So Ashley, um, start off by just telling us about your entrepreneurial journey. Like, how did you decide, you know what, I'm going in this direction. We all have that moment that, you know, makes us pivot. Yes. And to be completely honest, um, entrepreneurship kind of came to me like growing up. I was taught you go to college, you get your degree, you get a good job and, you know, you work 20, 30, 40 years and then you retire. Right. Right. College was unnegotiable, at least in my household. Like and I wasn't the first in my family to go to college. It was just, you know, something that you do. So as I got older, post master's degree in school psychology, I started listening to podcasts. And one of my favorites is Earn Your Leisure. So listening to them, getting to know more about business and entrepreneurship, and I'm learning all these things. And one of the things that really stood out to me was when they mentioned that you will never truly be free as long as you work for someone else and someone else controls your finances and how much you you're able to make. So that's something that stuck with me. I was like, 
they're absolutely right. <laughs> so I started, the wheel started turning and I'm like, okay, what can I do that I'm already good at? What business can I start? And that's when I really started taking a closer look inside, like, okay, what are my innate skills? What am I good at? What am I passionate about? And how can I translate that into a business? And then I learned what a virtual assistant was. <laughs> and as a school psychologist, I have to be on top of my emails. I have to be checking my messages because teachers are reaching out to me like, can you come check on this student? They're having a meltdown. They need you, right? I was doing mandated and at-risk counseling at a middle school, seventh and eighth grade. So we already know that age group. Active, active. So every, <laughs> everything is a crisis, right? <laughs> so I have to be attentive. I have to be on the ball. I have to schedule my counseling session. So I have to be aware of my calendar. I have to follow a schedule. I have to run meetings. I have to schedule meetings, right? I have to meet with teachers, deliver feedback, give deliverables. So thinking about all those transferable skills, it was like, okay, I can start a business doing this, right? I know a lot of my friends are entrepreneurs. They're extremely overwhelmed. They don't have that support. They're their admin, their creative marketing team, their social media manager, et cetera. And the list goes on. And admin always, almost always falls to the wayside. And because of that, entrepreneurs aren't really able to scale their business because their house isn't in order. So I come in. I support entrepreneurs as their virtual assistant and you focus on the main thing, right? Let the main thing be the main thing while I handle your back end. I make sure things are still running smoothly. If you need to handle a family emergency, if you're going on vacation, guess what? The business is still running. So full circle moment, I just leveraged my skills that I already had in my nine to five to start my business. And I mean, there's so many different things that I, as you're talking, I'm like, oh, 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 so many points that ping to me. But one that I want to, you know, definitely capture is the idea of transferable skills and um, just even being able to assess what your skills are, because a lot of times what I see is, you know, people that are wildly talented, but they may not realize that some of the things that you do every day are transferable skills that you could be offering in a business as a service to someone. Um, I mean, I had a client tell me, I just like to be in your brain space. Like just the way you think that is a skill. And I'm just like, oh, oh, okay. I'm like, I just, it's just the way my brain works. But because it's something we're naturally good at, like we, we tend to assume that, you know, you have to, it has to be hard mm -hmm. to, for us to put a dollar amount to it, but right. it doesn't have to be hard. It just has to be something that's unique to you or you, you know, unique to a smaller group of people. It's something that people are willing to pay for. So it might that's not be, it might not be hard. It might be something that is really easy and, you know, best case scenario, something that you really enjoy doing. Right. And the thing I think what holds us up is that we don't see it as a super our superpower. And it's just, you know, I, I've been like this. <laughs> like I've right. been I've been my whole life. 
But the reality is like, no, that's unique. Not everybody has that skill. Not everybody has that superpower. And you can leverage that to make money. And oftentimes our superpower is so ingrained in us that we're like, oh, I don't know if I should charge for that. But it's like, God put that in you, <laughs> you know, right. for reason, make it work. <laughs> and it's typically something that somebody else don't want to do. Right. They don't want to do it and they're willing to pay for it. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, just bringing that back to the idea of value, you know, making sure that you're valuing yourself, making sure you're valuing what others do. And I mean, sometimes I think, and I'm sure you've seen this with when it comes to administrative tasks or things that are, you know, supposed to be easy, but they're not to most people. Right. Um, people can downplay. Mm -hmm. But for me, and, you know, I would love for you to talk more about just the idea of the time that is freed up by someone else doing something that is challenging to you. Yes, you can figure it out. Yes, you could go watch a YouTube video or you could sit here for three hours putting together this Excel spreadsheet that will take you like all of 15 minutes to do. Yes. But I mean, wouldn't you want those, you know, two hours and 45 minutes back? Right. <laughs> you would think. But even... <laughs> So how I like to how I like to think of things, it's more so like, okay, what is your zone of genius? What is your zone of competence versus what is your zone of incompetence, right? That's on a more advanced level. But all that means is yes, you can check emails, yes, you can reply to your emails, but at the same time, let me check my email real quick for five minutes turns into a, oh, I got hundreds of emails that I need to get through. And now you're sitting there 50 emails in like, I was only supposed to do this for five minutes and I look up and it's been two hours. <laughs> so now you get completely sidetracked when you had a totally different plan <laughs> on what you were originally supposed to be doing. So that, for example, is something that can fall into your quote unquote zone of competence, right? And all that it means is something that you can do, but doesn't mean that it's something that you should be doing, right? right. What I like to do is let me focus on that zone of competence for you because that's my zone of genius. And your zone of genius is being the creative within your business and doing the thing that you created your business for, right? If you created your business to serve your clients at the highest level, doing whatever industry that you're in, that's what your main priority should be while you know that the back end and the emails are being responded to, you know, those customer service requests are being replied to, your clients is still moving through that funnel that they're supposed to be doing, right? Making sure that your clients schedule their meeting on time because they didn't schedule their meeting and you needed to reach out to them, right? Those are the things that I'm doing when you could just focus on that client delivery. Yeah. And, and from a person who is, you know, there are a lot of things that are within my skill set, right. But not necessarily that, that I want to be doing, let's put it like that. Um, so from a person that has transitioned from, you know, I have to do it all to, you know, you know what, let somebody else do it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I want to just point out just the, not just the time freedom, but the mental load mm -hmm. that you're carrying by not letting go. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're holding on to stuff and not delegating those tasks, 
then your brain is constantly, you know, people have that they have those memes of people, you know, the the business owner mind and they're like up at three in the morning. And I like to get my sleep. Okay. My full eight hours. <laughs> I like to get my sleep. I really do not enjoy thinking about, you know, what um event is happening four months from now at three o'clock in the morning. Like I want to be able to go to sleep. And if I know that I have systems in place or people in place that are handling those things, then I can, I can let my, my mind could just think about the clouds outside right now and enjoy that and, and choose when I want to focus mentally on the business. Absolutely. And like you, you hit the nail on, your, on the head, right? It's a mental capacity that is so liberating to experience if you have not experienced it. And you just, you open your your mind up to all the possibilities, all the new ideas that you want to generate and execute on for the business. And as the creative, as the CEO of your business, you're the visionary, Right you know where you want to take your business, you know what business goals you want to accomplish. And the only way you can do that is if you free up this mental space, because admin, that's gonna, that really weighs on you. And it really takes a toll because you might have to skip a meeting, you might have to skip a networking event, you might have to skip doing something that you actually want to do and would rather be doing because you have to do X, Y, Z or your business cannot function. And it's unfortunate that you're going to end up missing these opportunities um, when simply because you weren't ready to release control just yet. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just, yes. And I, I mean, wholeheartedly understand the control part I'm I'm gonna raise my hand I, I get it I understand it but at some point we have to you know make that shift if we want to be able to scale if you want the business to grow you can't hold on to each and every piece of it and you know I can remember a conversation I had with a um a friend recently and they were struggling with something with, you know, it was something going on with the accountant in their business and they were struggling with it. And, you know, we had a conversation about it and I have a tough love side of myself. And I finally, just after we talked about it for a minute, I was like, look, you're not good at math. <laughs> That's the beginning. I mean, I, we going around in circles, but at, at the at the end of the day, <laughs> you're not good at math and you keep fighting to be able to do this math. Let the person that's good at man do it. <laughs> Let it go. That's it. You know, that learning curve is not worth it. You know, there's some things that we as business owners, you know, can learn, need to learn. We need to know enough to know that we're hiring the right people and all of that. But sometimes certain things you just, that's not your Right. Your thing. That is just really not your your area of expertise, your zone of genius. Let it go. Somebody out there does that thing. Right. And this is this is my next question. I'm I'm a, I'm a <laughs> hesitate as I ask it. Not for you, not for me, but for the toes that's about to get stepped on. Okay. Um investing in <laughs> <laughs> investing in 
leveling up. So mm. I can't afford to pay someone to fill in the blank. And the reality is you can't afford not to because in the end, it's costing you more in time. <laughs> Bring you could have been there already. I'm going to pass me the baton because I'm ready. <laughs> you can, look, I just didn't want, I, look, sometimes people be like, I don't want, I don't want to hurt the people. And I'm like, look, I step on toes at <laughs> least, at least once a week. So I will step on the toes on your behalf, but, but Ashley, here's the baton girl. What, please talk to these people about investing. Listen, we have to get to a place where we value our time more than we value money. And oftentimes it may seem like we value money more than we value time. But if I were to give you a million dollars today, but you had to die tomorrow, would you take the million dollars? Right? right? Or would you say, nope, I want my time. I want to continue living. Right. So if your answer was you will not take the million dollars, that means that underneath it all, you actually value your time more than money. I say that to say the return on the investment that you are going to get will almost always, I would say almost always supersede that original investment. So when you pay someone and you invest your money into someone like a virtual assistant to start handling your day-to-day tasks and activities, you now free up your time, you free up your ability to create, and you feel you free up your ability to grow and scale your business to new heights, right? Oftentimes exponentially. Because those few hours you were spending on admin tasks, now you could be on sales calls, closing deals, hiring, like, sorry, sorry, not hiring, gaining more clients, right? Selling to more customers, creating new products, perfecting your product, perfecting your service, right? Perfecting your process on how you want to grow your business. So when you actually have that time to sit down and dedicate to your CEO task, that's what I'd like to call it, that's when you're going to see the return. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you need to be focused on income producing activities. That's it. And you can't focus on income producing activities if you are still, you know, sitting there putting um, stamps on thank you cards and <laughs> and reading every sales email that comes across your, you know, you, you're not putting yourself in a position to do that. And right. <clears throat> that's, that's the biggest and fastest way to scale your business is to be able to Think about that big picture, be able to spend time and energy on what that big picture looks like. But when you are, you know, this is these are these are cuss words over here, booked and busy, you are constantly just trying to keep up. Mm-hmm. And there's no time to vision. There's no time to grow. And when you're bogged down like that, the other thing is you make bad decisions. Yep. Because you're tired, you're cranky. I mean, mm-hmm. think about when you have a busy day. Right. You know, n- not to mention a busy week, life, year, you know. But think about when you have a busy day and 
how you feel during that day and how you're off your game and you might snap at somebody because you because you hungry you tired you this if that's how you're operating constantly in your business you're missing opportunities you are you know you are not thinking about the future because you don't have time you're just trying to get all the tasks done before the end of the day check all the boxes there's that feeling of isolation because it's just you and every, you carrying it all on your back. And now you you mad with the world. We didn't do you nothing. <laughs> like, you know, all of those things. But, you know, there are other options. You can make different choices. And sometimes, you know, we have this mindset of, well, I'm not there yet or I can't afford to do this thing. But. I'm a big believer of you have to invest in the level that you want to achieve. You can't 100%. invest, you know, at basic. <laughs> Don't invest with the, in the mindset of what your bank account currently looks like. Invest at the level that you want your bank account to become, right? Because if you okay. want to, to invest in you and your services, you have to be willing to invest in other people in their services, right? You, you get out, you get what you put out. And if Absolutely. you're out, and people feel it. Yeah. As consumers, we feel it. When you're yeah. cheap with your business, we feel it. We like, wait, I right. know you didn't just ask me for <laughs> X, 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 X. <laughs> right. And you sitting up here like you pinching pennies. Like that, you you feel it and right. how it moves, how it operates, how it feels. And then you wonder why I can't capture that big client. Right. right. You have to show them that you are a big fish too. Right. And you can't show them that if you sitting here trying to do all the things <laughs> and trying to make sure nothing, you know, you, you, you coming out with, with every name tag on, I'm the, the accountant, I'm the, I'm the bookkeeper, I'm the lawyer, I'm the doctor, I'm the. Right. And you you hit the nail on the head earlier when you said, like, think about when you have a busy day. Right. This what I'm about to say next. Also, my ruffle some feathers, you ruffle know, them, I look, like you say you have been invited in and you can ruffle all the feathers. So I'm a big believer that multitasking is a myth. Right. It does not work. It's not a thing. And we we're so like in this hustle culture when it's like. It's, you don't have to operate in that way. I promise you, <laughs> because the people that are at the top, they are, they have slow mornings, they're chilling majority of the day, and they know when it's time to put in the work as a CEO. And that's the point where I want us as entrepreneurs to reach where we're fully operating in our zones of genius, fully operating in the things that we love to do, fully operating in a way that grows and scale our business. If we are so focused on getting everything done for the business in every aspect of the business and multitasking, you are dropping the ball somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, all of us can say that from experience. Like, you know, when you are building and you're getting there, it's like, oh, wait, oh, did I, did, you know, it's like, did I leave the oven on basically right. of your business? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it's something 
that, you know, falls through the crack. And I can remember being up at night and thinking about like, wait, you know, you, you have that thought pop in at four o'clock in the morning. Did I ever respond back to so-and-so or did I do this? And when you shift that energy to make sure you have systems and people in place for those things, you don't think about that anymore. I don't think about my client interactions because it's all automated, you know? So I don't, I don't think about that anymore. Like I don't have those thoughts. I have free space where those thoughts used to be. And you can be, you, you can't dream if there's no space in there. Right. You can, because your mind is just going to be always on go that you can't even think of that next idea that can generate a million dollars for your business. You can't, you can't execute on it because you definitely don't have the time for a fact. (laughs) And you can can have all of these grand ideas, but if you have no time to execute on them, what good are they? That's it. Cause it's just like, that's a great idea. Okay. I get to it when I get to it. Okay. <laughs> Next year, or, <laughs> or you, because you're so used to that grind mentality, you try to throw that idea and 12 more in at the same time. And everybody's like, this business is kind of schizophrenic. Like, I don't know what's happening right now because there's no order to it. And you're just right. jumping at things as they come. You know, right. you're putting out fires as they come. There's no order organization. And then you're talking about you overwhelmed. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. well, yes, obviously you are. That makes absolute sense. Um, <laughs> and it's it, you, you are not, like you say, you know, you look at these other CEOs, you know, high level, and that's not how they're operating. Nice. And you have to emulate what you're trying to achieve so if that's not how they're operating how do you think that you're going to hustle and grind your way there right to that level it doesn't work it doesn't work that way it's not work that way I've never in my life seen Oprah sweat okay (laughs) find me a picture here find me one (laughs) she doesn't look like there's air conditioning everywhere (laughs) she goes like (laughs) I mean, no stress, no, just, I've never seen it. So we have to realize also that struggle is not a part of the package. Hello. You you could buy it as an extra accessory if you want. (laughs) It's a choice, but it doesn't have to be a part of the process. Like there's going to be work involved, but work and struggle are not the same thing. Grit don't do anything for your bank account. <laughs> that that's gonna upset. That's gonna upset them. It's it's mm. just real. It's just real. Like there's no. It's not like when when you're in high school and you get extra credit. There's no extra credit. Like in business, there's no extra credit. Like you do it if you do it the right way, the easy way, the you know the way that's been proven and successful then you will see the results. You could do it the hard way and you might see results too, but you got so many battle scars that you never needed to have. Or it's going to take you so long to get to the result that you might give up along the way and you right. might change course. Right. You 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 living all my life I had to fight. You didn't have to. You have to. You chose to. You, you chose that life. Somebody was out there 
with exactly what you needed to get to the next level, but you chose to say, oh my, well, I'm not going to pay somebody for that. Oh, okay. Well, you have fun. <laughs> right. And that also goes to investing in mentorship and coaching. Because yeah, that's Jesus. also allowed me to quit my full-time job within nine months of starting my business because I had a business coach and I was a part of membership communities where there's other women entrepreneurs like me growing, growing and scaling their businesses at exponential rates. And we're all sharing ideas with each other, sharing what it took to get there. I'm going back and forth with my business coach. Okay. How do I do this? What do I need to do next? I'm a very much, you don't have to tell me the stove is hot. (laughs) And and I'm gonna touch it. I believe you the first time. Look, I can learn from your mistakes. I can learn from your mistakes. Tell me where I need to go. <laughs> I don't need to go the long route. I don't need the scenic route. Tell me what you did, the mistakes that you made, and what you learned so that I can go and take the easy route. I will pay for that every single time. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I have two businesses. I have a balloon decor business. I have a coaching business. When I started the balloon decor business, it was just like, it it, it was kind of thrust upon me and it was just something that grew. And I did it the hard way. And along the way, I came along with, you know, resources and coaches and, you know, what have you. But for a very long time, I did it the hard way with the coaching business I was just like no it just it don't it it don't have to go like this I don't have to do this all over again like I'm not doing this and I invested in coaching and I invested in you know help and everything that I needed to get where I needed to go because I didn't need to go the 10-year route again you know what I'm saying it didn't make sense And I understand going in that thought process, I get it, you know, and I get the mindset of, I can't afford this, but again, investing is, you can't look at it like this costs this much. I'm investing this in my future. Yes. And and you're investing in you. You're you're investing in you. And you, when you have that mindset shift and you start doing that, like you said, it starts moving so much faster. Not saying that you're going to be an overnight success. There's still work and groundwork that you have to put in to a business. But if you can tell me, you know what? I know back in the day, people used to get on the carriage and horse and buggy and they used to travel across the country. I don't know how many years it took them to get from one side to the other. But they have these newfangled things called airplanes and they can get you there on the same day in a couple of hours. Hello. So you want to get in a horse and buggy or you want to get on the airplane? Like that's that's the options. Is that simple? And I want to say I want to stay in the breath of mindset because that I had to do a lot of mindset work. Um, in order to, you know, get to where I'm at in my business and making, you know, larger investments. And it is not easy. There took a lot of unlearning that I had to do and a lot of reframing my thoughts. That was the biggest thing for me, like 
little things like I'm so dumb, I'm stupid. Like these are the things that we're telling ourselves or I can't do something or, oh, you know, I don't know how to do it. And when you start telling yourself that a number of times, you begin to believe it and you begin to show up that way, right? So it took a lot of, when I make a mistake, I can't say, oh my God, Ashley, you're so stupid. Like even those little things, you don't realize how many times you say it to yourself throughout the day and we subconsciously believe so when it comes to affording making, you know, certain purchases, certain investments, I had to stop saying, oh, I can't afford this. Instead, you can say, how can I afford this, right? That subtle change, that subtle reframe really trains your brain to think of alternative ways in order to make enough money so that you can afford the thing. Because best believe Beyonce is in concert, Right. And right. we out here saying, well, I don't know how I'm gonna say the, I'm a, I don't know how I'm gonna pay these student loans, but I'm gonna make a way to go see Beyonce. Where she's at? What's the closest city to me? Okay, do I gotta fly there? Do I gotta drive my car? Do I gotta take the bus? We figure it out because we want to go see Beyonce, right? Because the transformation that's gonna happen <laughs> in concert that's valuable to us. So is your business valuable to you? Right. And what are you willing? to do in order to afford the things that will help you grow your business, like investing in help, investing in coaching, investing in mentorship, right? And the biggest thing for me is that mindset reframe. Like, how can I afford this? Oh, how many clients, if it's a thousand dollar investment, right? How many clients do I need to have to cover that cost? Right. That's a different level of thinking, okay? If you know you could sign five out of 10 clients from going on 10 sales calls and you know you got to pay your virtual assistant $1,000 a month, okay, I need to sign two clients this month to cover that cost. That sounds a hell of a lot easier than I'm looking at my bank account and I don't know, <laughs> you know, and you so stuck and fixated on that number where you closed off your mind to even think of all the other possibilities of how many products do I need to sell to cover this investment? You know, so that that mindset shift is going to take you a long way. No, that that is absolutely huge. And I, I want to kind of just double back to what you said about just how we think and talk to ourselves. Because I'm a very, very big believer of I never say negative things about myself. Um, not saying that I I can't say where I have shortcomings or where this, but I never say negative things about myself. If you know, if you can't control what the world gonna say, do think right, but I can control what I allow in my space, and if I'm allowing it in my space through my own mind, through my own mouth, through my own thoughts, then I'm allowing it in through other people as well. So I I am very conscious about how I talk to and speak to myself. And I love that reframe. I love that reframe of how can I? Mm -hmm. And that goes with, you know, investing anything. How mm -hmm. can I? And yep. I think a lot of times when we do talk about money and financial, you know, because there's always that, like the fear of numbers, you know, whether it's affording something, whether it's actually being accurate and looking at our bookkeeping, whatever that is, there's always that fear in numbers. And I I look at it like it's a strength in numbers. 
because when you have it laid out in black and white then it just becomes math Mm -hmm. and just like you said it's going to take two clients for me to be able to afford this it's going to take you know six clients for me to get to my you know goal and make sure all of my bills are covered if I can get to 10 clients then I'm you know I have a surplus you know once you can put that math to it right it gives you a different sense of power but Mm -hmm. it also gives you a different motivation because I found when when I'm focused on those numbers I move a little bit different Mm. I move a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, all right, I got to hit this so I could, you know, okay, all right, I'm, I'm, look, I'm at three now, all right, I didn't pay for this now. I can, you know, if I could hit four, I could go buy something, you know, if I hit five, you know, so it, it, it can become empowering, but it's those investments. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to be a little lean. To, to afford the thing that is ultimately going to get you to the next level. So if I know, like, you know, we mentioned before, if I know, okay, it's going to take me two clients to pay for this virtual assistant, but guess what? If I can get that up and running, I can free up. 10 hours right a week at minimum right I about to say a day you know what I'm saying but you know <laughs> I could free up <laughs> depending on what you're doing and depending on yeah. where you're getting stuck because everybody because there's some people that are at intermediate level at a task right they can do it mm-hmm. they can handle it but their efforts would be much better served revenue wise somewhere else yep and so for those people you know it may be just 10 hours a week right because it wasn't taking them that long to do that task but it still is taking away time and two hours that adds up right (laughs) it adds up it absolutely adds up but then you have the person that you you struggling to turn the computer on let that go that's not your that is not your ministry like it's just (laughs) it's just not your ministry and it's not again like you said before it's not that there's anything wrong with that like you know don't beat yourself up because you're not good at a thing right just give it to someone else who is that's it because it's it's not a indictment on you that you're not good at that thing. That wasn't the thing when the Lord was giving out gifts. He didn't He didn't give you that one. That that's it. Mm-mm. But He gave you some other ones, right? So the person who you are turning that that over to, they may be sitting there. You know how many people? You know I'm I'm a weird unicorn that it like dabbles in both. Mm-hmm. analytical and creative but do you know how many people i deal with, with on the analytical side that are like i have zero creativity like that is <laughs> not my <laughs> like that's not my lane don't put no glitter in front of me i'm not interested because that's not their gift right so it's okay 
It is. It is totally okay. It is okay to know your limits, to know your expertise, and to move accordingly. <laughs> That's it. Like, and sit in it and don't feel any kind of way. Like, just That's don't. It. Yeah. Like, there's certain things, like, I know that if I want to, I could sit and learn how to, you know, program the remote or put the stuff, new things on my phone or whatever. I could. Right. It's within the realm of things I probably could do. But I met me before and I know that I'm going to just start clicking on stuff. And then by the time I hand my phone to my husband and say it's broke, <laughs> he going to say, what did you click on? I'll be like, I don't know. I just stuff popped up and I clicked. Whereas he's going to sit there and read the instruction manual. See, mm -mm. He going to go through all the steps. He going <laughs> to do the things that you're supposed to do. So, you know what I do when I get something new? I hand it to him straight in the box. That's here. it. Make it work. <laughs> Go. <laughs> because I've met me before. Okay. Right. And I call them cheat codes. You When you know it how you are. It is. It is. Then you create cheat codes for you to operate in your your best operational state. So you know how you are. And I know what I don't feel like doing is sitting there and going through my um my books. <laughs> I know how to do it. Right. I know how to set it up. I had something happen, a glitch with the system. And I was like, it's broke now. <laughs> when I went to tech support and I was like, how do I fix this? And they were like, you have to manually go in. And I was like, yeah. So. Mm -mm. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. Not gonna happen. So I found a, a bookkeeper. She cleaned it up for me. And like I said, I know how to do the part that I need to do. And she was like, well, we do this maintenance service. And I was like, ma'am, you want me to swipe the card here? Where exactly do you want me to swipe the card? That's it. It's that simple. The end. To have their problem solved happily. <laughs> happily. And you have a solution that people are willing to pay for. They will happily swipe the card. Where, how? You accept Cash App, Zelle. Like, people will be knocking down your door to pay you to solve their problem. And that is the energy that you need to have when you're looking to work with other people and to learn from other people and to invest in other people and their services. Because when you have that attitude, when you have that mindset, it will come back to you tenfold. And you always want to go into an investment. Okay, what do I want out of this? What do I want to achieve? Now that my time is freed up, what can I actually work on? What have I been putting off? for X number of weeks, months, years, because I keep saying I don't have the time to do it. And now my time is finally going to be free. What can I actually start to work on and work towards that's going to actually move mountains in my business, right? So that I can get that full return investment. Is it creating your website? Is it finishing your website? Is it finally setting up that landing page that you've been wanting to do, right? So that you can start building out a funnel and get people to, you know, buy a product or a service. So that's how you have to start thinking about it because there is some ownership on you. You don't just give your money away and say, oh, you know, 
it's on you to fix all my problems. No, you pay the money so that you can free up your time or you can learn something that's going to ultimately help you move the way you need to move to take your business to the next level. You said something that, oh Lord, I'm about to step on some tools. It's going to be okay. Um, About not just giving your money. Mm. And I want to touch on that because what I, what I've seen, what I hear a lot, and I've had, you know, some people where, you know, I, I'm a truth speaker. So, you know, if somebody comes in, Oh, Jesus. And they come and they won't have that vent. I hide this person and you better have all your facts and everything together and straight because if I know, you know, it to be different, I'm going to say it to be different. So what I want to say on that is stop saying that people scammed you Mm -hmm. when you didn't do what you were supposed to do when you didn't do your due diligence to research who you were working with, Mm -hmm. when you decided to go with the person that said they was going, you know, just for a, a, a clear example, when you decided instead of going with the person that said, I have a six month program and over that six months, I'm gonna help you healthily lose weight you know, and you can lose 10 pounds in the six months. You want to go with the person that said that, you know, I'm going to help you lose 50 pounds in 24 hours. Right. <laughs> you wanted to go with the pipe dream. You wanted to go with the person that didn't ask any questions up front that you just threw your money at and then you just disappeared and expected something to happen. Cause I see this happen all the time. Mm -hmm. And my thing is legitimate business owners that are invested in your success have processes. Mm -hmm. They have onboarding, they have questions, they have all these things, but those things feel like work. Feel like you got to do something. Mm Mm-hmm. And so you you don't choose that person. You choose the person that says quick, easy, da, 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 da. And then you mad because you didn't get the result right. that you were looking for. Right. So I want you to vet people. That's why I bring people on here because I don't just invite anybody in my house. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I have, they have to be some kind of connection, some vibe, some something. Because I want you to see that there are people out here that are doing things and doing things in accordance. Mm -hmm. Um, But you also have a certain amount of responsibility. You do. Because you can't just sign up with somebody, throw some money at them and then disappear and then expect that you're going to get the result. And don't, let me pause because I won't say this the correct way. Lord, help me. Don't be that customer that you complain about. Right. Oof. Say that. Don't 
be the customer that you complain about. Don't be the customer. Well, I paid them X, Y, and Z, and all they did was they did the deliverable that they promised you. <laughs> That's it. Know what you are, what the deliverables are. Know what the agreement is. You don't call them 24 times. Well, I know I asked you to create this flyer for me, but I also have, and I also have, when you go do an event, I know a lot of my audience are, you know, balloon decor artists. When you go do an event and they order two columns in the arch, and then they like, well, can you put something on the front door? Well, can you put something here? Well, can you, does that not cost more money? <laughs> does that not change the scope of what you're right. doing? Or they, what if, because this is another one. And I, this is my own rant. Don't put none of this on, Ashley. This is just, dang yeah. <laughs> if, if you walk in there with your balloons and they ask you to bake a cake. <laughs> Because that happens as well. You know, I've had that happen right. a lot with, you know, web designers that I know. We have to get educated on what different roles are and what they do. A web designer and a content creator can be the same person, but they're not necessarily. So right. they're designing your web. You still have to provide content. You still right. have to provide um, images and all of those other things. So don't be mad with them. <laughs> Right. <laughs> when they do it, they don't do something that is not in the scope of their work. So we have to be educated as um, business owners, as we're looking for help 100%. and make sure that we're hiring the right people for the right things. And I would add, and this goes for hiring help as well as hiring physical staff. Define what it is you want before you pick up the phone. Yep. Know what you want because they can't figure it out. Right. They can help you figure it out, but they can't figure it out on their own. So it's just like, you know, again, balloon decor, we get inquiries and the inquiries like baby shower. You want to give me some more words? Right. A <laughs> little more context. A little more. I mean, because <laughs> baby shower, I mean, you might want something, you know, elegant, chic. You might want Winnie the Pooh. You might want a right. safari. Like, I need a little more context. I could meet you halfway, but we have to learn how to be the type of customer that we would want to walk into our establishments. A hundred percent. And we just got to do better. And I just had to put that out there. I'm sorry. I had to have a moment, but I see it so much on social media. I see people, you know, bashing businesses and this and the other. And I'm like, if somebody, if you put yourself in the, the shoes of the person that you're hiring, how would you feel? Mm-hmm. So we have to do better. We have to know that even though sometimes that price point may be a stretch, that person's skill set is ever is worth every dollar. And it brings us back to that mindset shift of I'm not just paying for you to type an email. I'm paying for you to give me my mental load back. 
I'm paying for you to give me my time freedom back. And I'm paying for you to give me the ability to be the type of CEO that can take my business to the next level. Absolutely. And that comes with a certain level of responsibility on your end. So not only, you know, knowing the type of support that you need, yeah, you may not know everything, but at least have a good idea of the areas where you need the support, right? We can figure out the logistics later. But also, I like to be very clear on deliverables, action items, and due dates. Those are things that are big for me because it helps structure how I structure my day and how I structure my team in order to execute on the deliverables for you. So ask questions, ask, okay, when can you get me this buy? Or you tell me when you need this buy, right? That's something that I always do with my clients. So just get very clear on what you need and what you want from that person so that that working relationship can be successful. And don't be afraid to give feedback. I always ask for feedback. So if something isn't going the right way, say something. Schedule a meeting. Ask that person, hey, can we have a meeting? I have something I would like to discuss with you. You know, Share your feedback. If things don't change, then that becomes a different type of conversation. But there's still a level of ownership on you. There's still, you know, due diligence that you need to do. Ask the questions when you're getting on those discovery calls, sales calls, et cetera, and know exactly what you're getting into and exactly what you're agreeing to whenever you sign that contract with that person. Yes, I totally agree. And I think you can, the way that that person even presents sets a tone and that's for mm-hmm. the ones you know because I know that some people have you know not knowing signed up with somebody and it was a disaster or the, you know person took their money whatever it was pay attention to the tone that the person sets you know everybody that I've had on here every professional I've had on here that offers services to entrepreneurs they all have a process. Mm-hmm. They all have a process. They all are like, you know, well, this is the, this happens. And then we discuss this and then they all have a process. If you're talking to somebody and it's just loosey goosey, you know, and you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, um, uh, it's, it's this much for a website. They got all kinds of websites. Like, so for you to be able to, we haven't had any discussion tell me that it costs this much. Red flag. (laughs) Uh, That's a red flag. That is a red flag. So there, there are a lot of red flags that you need to be looking for when you are hiring people to do services for your business. And if they're not asking questions about you, about your business, about your specific needs, that's a red flag. Just put your money back in your pocket and just back away. You know, so right. nice meeting you and just keep moving because that person is just, that's, you're just a, a transaction. Mm-hmm. That person is not invested in the success of your business. So be mindful of that. You know, be mindful of the things. You may not know all the answers. You know, you may not know all the things about a particular field. That's fine but pay attention to how that person is operating and Mm -hmm. you know just the coach in me I'm imploring you to also pay attention to maybe how you're operating Mm -hmm. because you know a lot of times we are you know we we free spirits so we out here and we're operating in that way but understand to a customer 
they, when they don't know what's happening, then you leave them space to make up their own ideas, right? Or to mm-hmm. let anxiety set in if you're a person, you know, I, I, me and anxiety have a little relationship. Um, so when I don't know, I'm like, so what's about to happen? So, you know, like I have a thousand questions, but if you just straight up tell me this is step one, two, three, four, five, then I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Right. And I don't, I'm not stressed about it until step two don't happen. And I'm like, well, you had said (laughs) step two was going to happen. And it's two days later and step two didn't happen. And then nobody told me nothing or gave an update. Then that's when I start to, you know, have those thoughts. But if you are clear on your processes, it calms any nerves of the person that's dealing with it. And Mm -hmm. again, when you are, you know, in a consumer relationship, you look for those things. When you are the, um, when you are selling something, then you want to emulate the things that make you feel comfortable as a consumer. So it's always a learning process. Yep. You take the things you learn and you implement them in the best way within your business. A hundred percent. So trying to make sure I didn't miss anything because I, you know, I, I like to go with the flow and we've been having a very good conversation. Um, what, if, if you could name anything, what would be one um, misconception that you feel that people have about working with a virtual assistant? Just like we spoke about um, some of my, some of the people that I speak with, they either worked with a virtual assistant in the past and it did not work out. They've been burned they did not get what they thought they were getting. So they're hesitant to, you know, invest their money again. Um, Some people, they are so accustomed to doing things on their own, whether that in personal life and in business, and they're very much, oh, I'm gonna just do it myself kind of a person. So that when it comes to trusting and opening up your business to a stranger, (laughs) right? It is very scary. And I just try my best to show up as me, show up fully as me. And I pride my business on being just as invested as you are within your business. I want to see your business grow and scale, right? So that's something that I make sure I either demonstrate or say during those sales calls when I'm getting to know you and your business a bit more. So those are the two biggest things. It's either you've had help in the past, it didn't work out, or you've never had help. <laughs> and you're like, this is my baby. And I don't know, I don't just give my baby to anybody. And you're you're apprehensive about that. So those are the two. And I think that it does, it definitely takes a special temperament, you mm-hmm. know, to navigate that. And um, this is going to make me laugh a little bit because so when you mentioned about being a former psychologist, my um, my bachelor's degree is in psychology and my grandmother would always tease me. She's like, you didn't pursue, you know, psychology. And I, that's a whole nother story of why. But um, you didn't pursue psychology, but you use it every day. And, you know, psychology and knowing people and knowing how to relate to people, I feel like is a big, huge um advantage because because you know that there's that you know part of that person that is working through letting go Mm -hmm. 
And so beyond the work itself, there's that part of you that has to say, it's okay. Yep. It's okay. And get them to that space that they feel that mm-hmm. it is okay. And right. that's another a part that sometimes we skip over because um, we, we're so um, fixated on price, right? And I did a um a podcast episode a couple of weeks back about um is affordable costing you? Because mm. when people look for, I'm looking for a so-and-so and that's affordable. And I just scroll past whenever I see that because I'm just like, all right, you're not there yet. You're not there yet. But, right. but I'm saying that to say like that mindset of we're so fixated on price. We don't always think about fit. Mm-hmm. And that person that you're going to get at that price, no disrespect to that person, but that person that you're going to get at that price, because you didn't even look at fit, will not be equipped to walk you through. Cause because the journey is not about that email mm-hmm. or that PowerPoint that you need to be created or that ain't the journey. The journey is unclenching that fist that you have, that you have such a like, you know, stronghold on every part and piece of your business. Right. And so that journey is much more about building trust and being able to slowly open that hand. Yep. And you're not going to get that for affordable. Or with, with, with every virtual assistant, right? So a biggest thing that goes back to my transferable skills, right? I am a a licensed school psychologist and my background is in psychology. My bachelor's was was in psychology. My master's is in school psychology. And a part of that is knowing how to speak to people, knowing how to let people feel comfortable enough to open up to you, to share the vulnerabilities of their business, because Oftentimes as entrepreneurs, we're seen as we have it figured out, right? Oh, you know, our family is raving about it. You know, my daughter, she run a business and, you know, we, we want to keep up that facade and it's, it's hard to admit that, you know, we don't got it all figured out. And sometimes I wake up and I'm winging it, you know, (laughs) and sometimes I'm just trying to get through this to-do list so I could get on with my business. Um, So it's, it's, it's not easy to admit that to just anybody, and then to actually let someone into your business and to see it and to help you. So it's a lot of that trust building. It's a lot of rapport building. And what that looks like is, you know, we're meeting on a weekly basis, right? I'm learning about you. I'm learning about your business. I'm learning how you like to communicate. Some of my clients only like voice notes, right? So we send them voice notes back and forth, you know, via Slack. And it's just learning you as the person, not just as the business owner. And I'm showing up how you need me to show up, right? Because none of my clients are the same, (laughs) right? So I have to get to know them on a more personal level, at least a personable level where I can show up for them the way that they need me to show up for. So if I need to over-communicate with certain clients more than other clients, cool, right? (laughs) You know, if I got to tell you, you know, I'm working on step one, step two got a little delayed. I know it's due tomorrow, but you know, step two is delayed, but I'm gonna get that to you by X date. You know, if I got to do that, that's just what I have to do in order to make that client feel comfortable. And I'm, and I'm willing to do that. And that, and that's a beautiful thing. And I think that's what separates, you know, 
in any industry, there are levels to it, you know, and, you know, just to make this a little more relatable for my balloon people, we can't go anywhere without somebody saying, oh, well, my cousin do balloons. Okay. I'm sure. Um, you know, and that's no offense to your cousin. Your cousin probably does balloons. I mean, you know, but there's levels to this. There's, there's, you know, I just picked up some balloons from Dollar Tree and I, you know, run a business that pays for my life. Like there's, there's levels to it. And the same thing is true when it comes to any other industry. And I mean, there's, you know, people could just wake up tomorrow and be a virtual assistant if they that's what they wanted to do but that doesn't necessarily make them you know the most professional at it that doesn't make them the right fit for you so fit should be fit and deliverable should be the things that you're looking at when you're hiring as opposed to price because that price does not promise you <laughs> you're going to get what you need. And I've seen way too many people go for that low price enough times that you could have just paid the person that was going to be the right fit in the first place. Like you didn't pay five people. Right. right. 9 dollars <laughs> Like, I mean, <laughs> you could have just, you, you know, you could have just put them all together, like right. just paid the right person the first right. time. So again, that mindset shift, we have to hit that mindset shift of, you know, getting what we need, not just worrying about what the price tag is, because that money's coming back. If you, you know, if you invest with the right intention and with a plan, that money is coming back tenfold. Don't, don't stress about that. You know, I didn't have to shake some, some, some sofa cushions to pay some people. (laughs) It didn't happen, but I knew that that was the investment that I needed to move to the next level. And it's always come back. It's always, you know, grown my business, grown me personally, you know, accelerated. So um, don't skip the personal development because that's the biggest piece of it. You have to be evolving. You have to be. You cannot be the same person that... (laughs) You were a year ago. You just not as a not as an entrepreneur. You have to constantly evolve. You have to constantly learn. You have to constantly remain a student of life. Absolutely. It look, it's gonna battle test you. It's gonna battle test you. It's gonna show you, it's gonna shine a light on parts of you that you was like, wait, what? Right. So it that it was just me. It was it was me the whole the whole time. Like it was okay. All right, all right then. All right, then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit and work on that and just contemplate on why I need to do better. But right. it it is, it's just a part of it. You you start to, you know, sometimes people say like you are um transforming or like you know becoming something different, but I think you're becoming the like the most you that you've ever been. Mm-hmm. Like because you really are releasing like a lot of this like baggage and foolishness that other people have kind of dumped into your brain throughout life. And you're like, no, this is, this is me. This 100%. is me in its truest form. So yeah. yeah. Personal development is key. It's key to, to elevate you as a CEO into yes. that role. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yes. And, and it's, it, it's unavoidable. Mm-hmm. 
It's we, gonna look, happen. We, it's we try. <laughs> but you you be a, a business owner for long enough. <laughs> and mm-hmm. those things are going to keep coming back up to you until you sit in them, deal with them, address them. And it's not always fun and cute. But the the overall journey is so beautiful and so worth it and so freeing, mm-hmm. honestly. Um that is worth it. You know, you, you you know, it's just like if you go into the gym, it don't feel good when you're in there. <laughs> but I don't, I promise you. But you're gonna love how you look though. <laughs> you're gonna love how you look, you're gonna love when you could go, you know, walking up a hill and not um sound like Darth Vader. You know, you, you it's it, it's got its benefits, but it's gonna be a journey to get there. So Yes, I, I definitely love that. So I'm going to wrap up because I know we could just go on and on and on. Um, but I, this was a beautiful conversation. Absolutely beautiful conversation. Had a great time. This was so good. So I'm going to ask the wrap up questions and then we'll um, you can tell us about what's going on in your world and how we can stay in touch. So the first wrap up question is, what is your favorite pair of pajamas? So I have these like satin pajamas I love these it's just so comfortable and I can breathe in it and I feel sexy so these are my (laughs) go-tos all right I like it I like it I have a pair but I always feel like I'm sliding it feels so good though like you be flipping and sliding (laughs) the sheets (laughs) my favorite part I love it I love it okay so my time freedom allows me to travel and go to the gym in the middle middle of the day every day that's cool that's cool I, yeah I love just like I feel like doing this right now and I can like I just <laughs> I love that because sometimes you just need that reset and you just right. like you know what I won't go for a walk and I'm about to go right <laughs> who's gonna stop me okay so what is the best advice you can give to anyone seeking the profits in pajamas lifestyle. And it may not be that they won't be in their pajamas. It may be something totally different, but just where they have that work-life balance. Mm-hmm. I would say definitely, if you haven't already, work on your mindset because that is our biggest barrier. We live with our thoughts 24-7 and we are the only people that hear our thoughts all day, every single day. If you can reframe your inner voice, reframe how you're speaking to yourself, you're going to step into a higher version of yourself that's ready to conquer more than what you've already been doing. And that is going to not only elevate you on a personal level, but as a business owner as well. And when you start shifting your mindset, you start having new experiences, you start investing more, you start taking more risks, you start becoming more confident. And that is all going to elevate you and your business. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Mindset is so huge. Just whew. like I, I, I incorporate it in everything I do, but I think people are like, I want to get to, and I'm like, but you got to understand if your mind is not prepped to receive it, it's not, you're not going to get the same result. So we do mindset has to be a, um, a, a stronger emphasis mm-hmm. okay so tell us about what you have going on in your world how can the audience get in touch with you um let us know 
Perfect. So right now I have a free digital download that is coming out next month. So it's coming out the beginning of October. It is called Overwhelmed to CEO. And it is a free guide that's going to help you structure your day, structure your time in a way that allows you to fully step into your CEO role with ease as well as give you tangible steps on how to fully structure your day so that you can achieve more within the hours that you're working. I love that. And you can follow me on Instagram at overwhelmed to the word T-O organized underscore V-A. Okay. All right. And I'm going to have a link to the um, download. Are they going to get the download or they sign up for your mailing list so they can get it when it comes out? Yeah, so they can get it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So we'll have those links in the show notes so that you guys can get there. I want you to follow Ashley. Um, definitely take advantage of that download. I, I hear that a lot. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, you know, I wake up in the morning and then what? Especially when we're coming from a lot of times from a corporate job to where we had a schedule to now we have to make the schedule and that might not be the easiest thing for us to do. Right. So um, I think that that's going to be a huge, huge help. And I walk you through, there's videos in there that literally walk you through how to schedule your day (laughs) and everything. So it's, it's amazing. I can't wait. So that is going to be exciting. Um, So, you know, make sure you guys sign up so you can get this when it comes out. So, you know, October is my time of year when I start um, prepping for the new year. So get everything together in October so that, you know, when people talk about new year, new me, you, you already started, you're right. already on, right. <laughs> on track for all of the things that you can roll it out January one, as opposed to trying to figure it out in the month right. of January. So that is going to be amazing. I want to thank you for um, being here. It was a, such a great conversation. I'm sorry for y'all toes. Y'all just <laughs> listen. Y'all knew where y'all was coming. <laughs> but I mean, it's lovingly. It's lovingly. Yes. It's with love. Yes. It's with love. We all have to have our toes stepped on if we want to continue to grow. And, um, you know, sometimes we have to challenge one another to get there. So I appreciate you being here. Um just on my end. So October one is going to start the um, um, work with ease automation workshop. So if you're interested in that, make sure that you get enrolled because we will be starting on October 1st and that's going to have recorded as well as live um, sessions so that we can work through getting some of what you're doing automated. So, you know, between me and Ashley, we're going to get you get some of this time back. Hello. <laughs> We're going to get this time back so that you can stop saying, I don't have time. I don't have time. Let's get some of this time back. So um, that link will be in um, the show notes. And, you know, there's also a link there. If you need to book a discovery call, you want to, you know, jump into having a coach and having someone to help you along the way with your mindset, with your business organization you know, all of that, um, with your confidence, you know, we hit that a little bit. Um, that's definitely an important piece that, you know, sometimes we are not, um, trusting in ourselves enough as business owners. So the link will be in the bio for that as well. So 
Thank you again, Ashley, for being here. Thank you guys for listening. And I will see you guys next week. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I hope you got some great tips to start working with ease. Want to stay connected? Follow me at Your Workflow on Instagram. For more information about building your luxury brand, register for my upcoming luxury brand workshop at coachdannyd.com.